Well, welcome to the Friday edition of the podcast that we call Time in God's Word. And this is David Carnes. And as we come back together, if you've been with us this week, you know that we are doing something a little different, and that is we are incorporating a unique feature to the podcast, something that we are going to do from time to time, and that is we're going to have a guest with us. And this week, we have been sharing a visit that I recently had with Joshua Doss, the global president of Witness Ministries, a ministry that is headquartered out of Chittagong, Bangladesh. But now, let me share this with you. But when Joshua and I first got together to talk about Witness Ministries, I said to Joshua that our visit would take just one episode of the podcast. Well, that one visit turned into two, and that then two visits turned into three. But really glad that we have had Joshua with us this entire week. But what we're going to do today is we are going to wrap up our visit as Joshua just gives us some final details about this ministry that is focused on helping the local church in Bangladesh conduct discipleship and then to also help with the spread of the gospel in that country that is 90% Muslim. And so let me take us back to our visit with Joshua Das, Global President of Witness Ministries. Well, welcome back to the podcast and uh, just having a great week as we are speaking with Joshua Das, who is the Global President for Witness Ministries headquartered out of uh, Chittagong, Bangladesh. And again, this is David Carnes. Great to be with you again on this uh, podcast today. Joshua, again, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me three times in a row. I know, and uh, it's uh, it's just been a blessing. <laughs> it uh, it really has. Now we're speaking, uh, we're talking about the, the ministry that God has uh, given you, and that is the ministry that is called Witness Ministries. And so let's just continue now then to to talk about the ministry, um, where the ministry is going now. Uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of introducing the ministry, but. As we were talking uh, in between podcasts, there up until about 2019, as you did the ministry, you knew the, the focus was discipleship, but it seemed like, as you have shared with me, uh, it was kind of like a shotgun effect. You were going, you were over here, over there. Uh, really, not really a focus though. But in 2019, you were telling me that a, a professor of yours kind of got you focused. Uh, you want to just start talking about that? Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that question and uh, just uh, prompting. Uh, yeah, 2019 is when God really introduced uh, George Hillman. He is this uh, vice president for academic affairs at Dallas Theological Seminary, where mm-hmm. God brought me for theological tr- uh, training, mm-hmm. uh, and he really discipled me. You know, that, that that was the first time that I was getting discipled. He okay. he took a special interest in me and. He, he talked about, uh, when I shared about Witness Ministries, he's like, tell me more about it. And uh, he's also committed, uh, when, when we formed the board here in the United States that would keep an oversight over this ministry, he's committed to being on the board for Witness Ministries. Uh, and he, he's just taking an interest. And as I was uh, describing what we did, and he, he said, hey, Joshua, you know what I've been hearing? I've been hearing Next Generation. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing Training. I've been uh, hearing the need for authenticity of uh, talking about struggles that, you know, we don't do in Bangladesh. And he said, you know what, that 
comes across to me as what that sounds like. It's like, that's discipleship, man. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about these pastoral trainings and trying to do this holistic development. He's like, no, this is, this is where you should focus on. Mm-hmm. This is discipleship. And he helped me understand when we disciple, community service is a natural byproduct of discipleship. When we disciple, evangelism is a natural byproduct of discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when we keep the first thing first, Everything else falls into place. Yes. So he helped me realize that. And then uh, that that summer when I went back to Bangladesh, I, I sat down with my team and I said, hey, you know, over the years we've been doing whatever the Lord has asked, asked us to do. Yes. And would you pray with me for the next six months? Because this is what the Lord's helped me understand and it has been put, putting on my heart that we should narrow our focus onto discipleship, the next gen, to, to bring up a generation that seeks God's face. Then that's our prayer. If the if the Lord was to give a revival today in Bangladesh, we want our, our churches to be able to handle revival. Where thousands would come and ask me, tell me what who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. We want a generation to come up that has a heart for Jesus Christ. And the only way that's possible, uh, the only way that we can grow from 0.3% yes. is discipleship. It's, it's where we, we go, we reach out to the next generation, and we say, hey, let's open up the Bible. Mm-hmm. Let's go through a book. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's study the whole counsel of God, mm-hmm. and let's, let's go over these uh, truths of the Bible, and let's do it in uh, informal context. Let's come together. We'll have a core teaching, and then we'll just discuss, hey, what do we learn? In light of what we learned today, if we lived our life, how would our life be different this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's the conversation we started in 2019. And we were still one one cell group in Chittagong that was trying to do outreaches and everything. And we realized that, that that's not going to be. Yes. You know, we need yeah. to multiply. We mm-hmm. need to start more of these cell groups that would come together, open the word, uh, get a core teaching. And then uh, that day, talk about how can this be lived out in our life this week? If we lived out this truth mm-hmm. in our life this week, how would our life be different? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's where Dr. Hillman helped me narrow the focus. Uh, and six months later, the uh, team came back and said, hey, you know, the, the Lord confirmed this to us. So uh, almost end of 2019, beginning of 2020, that is where God brought us. Is uh, We are to be a discipleship ministry that will help the church Disciple the next generation so the next generation of leaders are trained in the word, know the essential doctrines, what, what, what must be essential, yes. uh, knows the essentials of the church and mm-hmm. how to lead church. And I think leadership training, theological training, all that happens in the context of discipleship. Uh, and when we keep the first thing first, all these other things are natural byproducts. Leadership training theological training, all these things flow out of discipleship. What are you seeing now? Are, are you seeing growth in your ministry? Are you seeing groups form in different areas? I know we talked about the Hill Tracks last time. We're going to talk about that more. But are you seeing growth in this ministry? So 2020 is when we first hired our full-time staff. There you go. You, you uh, know, uh, yeah. we said, Lord, we, we need someone uh, to be full-time yeah. uh, wholly dedicated to this. Uh Uh, And then we hired a part-time staff as well that would 
really help us communicate with our hill tracks because that's where we were seeing the most growth. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nishi uh, happened to marry one of our founding members, Mukta. Uh, and you know that we had a relationship there. And Nishi, who is our hill tracks coordinator, uh, he's our part time staff that really maintains our hill tracks expansion. Um, started, you know, starting more cell groups in, in the hill tracks. Uh, and, and what's his name? Nishi. Nishi, okay. Nishi. And he's there now, and he's that's his responsibility. Yes. And you're seeing success there. Uh, we are seeing God uh, grow. Uh, and so in 2020, when we first hired our full-time staff, we started with three discipleship centers, okay? Two in the city. Sorry, one in the city and two in the hill tracks. Okay. Uh, one in... Uh, I know you guys won't know this, but uh, one of the center was Dighinala, mm -hmm. and the other one was, um, oh, I am blanking on this. But uh, we, we started with two in the hill tracks yes. and one uh, one in the city, the mm -hmm. Chittagong uh, Center. Today, we, in about two years, we've doubled that. So we're okay. at six discipleship centers right now okay. that are faithfully opening up the word every week. Uh you have a follow-up question? Well, I, the, the center. Okay. Yes. When you say we have a center, mm -hmm. what is that? Remember how we talked about we partner with churches? Yes. So we identified churches that are in the hill tracks. Uh -huh. uh, and Nishi actually helps identify. And these are guys he's been discipling. Uh -huh. So each center is equipped with a lead discipler. Okay. Who Nishi disciples. Okay. And these disciplers are discipling uh, the the next generation there because they're leading, they're facilitating the conversations mm -hmm. of, Hey, what does it look like to live out this truth mm -hmm. next week? Okay. Um, so we've got these centers that are associated with the church and most of these centers meet at a church. They do. They, they, they come okay. together Friday evenings, uh, meet at a church and then have their discussions. And, um, so then obviously there's the approval of that local church. Yes, sir. And so that local church then is obviously desiring this, working with you mm -hmm. in regard to that. That's yes. good. So, uh, and, and again, I'm not making a plug or asking for money here, mm -hmm. but it takes about a fifth, about $50 uh -huh. to start up a discipleship center because they get their core teaching via the internet. Yes. I'm doing, I'm currently doing the core teaching from the book of Samuel and okay. we're hope hoping to finish up Samuel. Uh -huh. We've been in Samuel for about two years now. Okay. Uh, you're, and, you're my kind of guy. Yes. I like that. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, trying to teach the history of Israel, where we are, the promise we've been uh -huh. uh, looking at, the promise to David and uh, the Messiah that, yeah. that points to the great son of David mm -hmm. that we follow. But we've we've been making it relevant. Okay, how, how does that impact if we live this week mm -hmm. in, from the lessons of that uh teaching so with that fifty dollars we give an honorarium to the leader that's leading it the right. internet bill that needs to be there right uh, honoring the church to use their space we want to help the church there as well and actually fund their outreaches so mm -hmm. every fourth week three weeks out of the month we do the teaching the fourth week is out outreach week okay that is the week that we, we we're naming this agape love and action there you go uh, uh, love and action uh -huh. uh, 
we're, we're, we're learning all these mm-hmm. uh, teaching, uh, the counsel of God, but what does it look like to live it out mm-hmm. on a daily basis? Right. So the, the fourth week of every, um, every month is outreach week. Or, or, or the last week of every month is the outreach week where they, they, they find an elderly in the community and they go into their house and say, hey, can we take care of your chores for this week? Mm-hmm. What do you need? And this is in the hill tract. So, yes. the, you know, they need their yard mowed mm-hmm. or, you know, something broke down in their house that right. needs right. Uh, reconstruction. Uh, they'll go to a farmer and say, hey, can we volunteer uh, this today and help you cut down the street or mm-hmm. um, if the community need, community needs a road built in the hills they go and and our goal is if ever that $50 stops and we say hey you know we can't afford to keep this going anymore our hope is one day the community will come and say hey no we can't afford you to shut down we'll, we'll keep this going because we are better Mm-hmm. This community is better. This village is better because of what's happening here. So the fifty dollars keeps the center going for how long? It's a month. A every, month. Every month. Every month. Uh, it, you know, it, it gives them that outreach where they go to. Sometimes they'll go to a family that's going through an ailment and yes. bless them with a grocery. Yes. And, or or medicine, money for medicine, and say, hey, can we pray for you guys? Mm-hmm. They go and they they have a prayer meeting at their house. So every last week of the month every center is going out on an outreach they're going on outreaches they're uh trying to share the gospel mm-hmm. with the ones that do not know the lord right and uh if if there's a believer that needs help they'll go and they'll be like hey we want to help you uh as the witness mm-hmm. outreach team so you're bringing in then to the local church again you're bringing in uh discipleship you're showing how that is done uh, and it's more than uh, just uh, in God's word, but then it's also getting out into the world uh, mm-hmm. that agape love, where it is active, and yes, sir. then learning and then doing. Yes, sir. And the local church involved in that, and they're seeing that really in many instances, instances for the first time, right? Because yes, of the ministry that you're bringing into that local mm-hmm. church in that area. Yes, sir. Hey, real quick, uh, so. We've talked about the hill tracks, um, but there's the city of Chittagong. Mm-hmm. What's the population of Chittagong? Um, I think... I know I'm just throwing this at you. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, if, if I'm not wrong, it's it's larger than the city of Dallas. Okay, it's uh, big. It's, 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 it's big. It's, and like we said, it's the second largest city in Bangladesh. Yes, so it'll be a couple of million. Okay, so, uh, but you're seeing, you seem, uh, am, I, am I correct in saying you're seeing more... Uh, Success, or you're seeing God at work more in the hill tracks with this ministry right now, correct? Right now, as of right now. Wonder why that is. What do you think God's doing? You know, at this point, we're just we're just trying to obey where the Lord's leading us. Yes. However, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to shy away from challenges. We, yes. We're, we're trying to expand even in Chittagong. However, I think we're competing with social media right now uh-huh. uh the next gen we are very focused on the next gen yes uh nobody wants to come come out uh friday evening they they they've gone yes. to church they've done their thing yes but the core team we've got in Chittagong mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. now partnering with other ministries as well the these folks will go to the end ends of the nation mm-hmm. to take to disciple to serve uh other 
other ministries that mm-hmm. see that we've got, you know, over the years we've um, kind of developed ourselves as someone that can organize camps, right. uh, conferences within a week. Right. Uh, so other other ministries are actually reaching out to witness to help them, you know, do that. And we try and do that to really start partnerships so that we could partner with their right. denominations for what we're doing. So right now, today then, uh, Joshua, how many people work in witness ministries? So two, one full-time staff right. uh, for uh, that's overseeing all of the operation, one uh, part-time uh, staff that's looking over our Hill Track ministries. But then if we count all these uh, leaders that are, uh, because they are give, given a... Uh, stipend, right? Uh, so about we've got about eight eight folks that okay. are really uh, advocating uh, and also just uh, relying on the Lord to uh, work right. for Witness Ministries. I tell you what, two more things before we uh, we end this uh, today. Um, Witness Ministries, the focus right now, Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think your your heart is to see this ministry go throughout the entire nation of Bangladesh. What about global? Well, thank you for that uh, question. I remember when I was praying what the name of that of the ministry will be. And God brought Acts 1-8. And, and if we look at Acts 1-8, it, it, it is, uh, there's some geography there. Yeah. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the end of the world. Right. Mr. Carnes, I don't know if I'll live long enough to see the ends of the world, but uh, in my time here in the States, I've developed deep friendships with people from India, um, from Pakistan, from Myanmar, from Nepal. I would love for one day a witness ministries to go beyond borders. We, we want witness ministries to be the first ministry from Bangladesh that blesses other nations. Um, and... One of the things I, I say is I, I can talk about discipleship, and if I'm not living it out, I want to live out discipleship in my leadership. Uh, and when Megan and I go back to Bangladesh, I start a personal 10-year clock for the next person that's going to take over the operations for Bangladesh, for Witness Ministries, so that God allows me to focus on the expansion of Witness Ministries into India, into Nepal, into Pakistan, into Myanmar. Mm-hmm. So I, I do, I, my dream is if this ministry goes worldwide one day, great. I don't know if I'll be able to see that. If the Lord blesses me to see that, that would be great. That would be great. But I know I really want to focus on South Asia and go beyond the borders of Bangladesh. Right. One last thing. Uh, maybe uh, somebody's been listening to us talk over the past week uh, on the podcast and uh, maybe they're asking, why is uh, Joshua here in the States? Why are you here in the States? Well, 2016, I realized, um, you know, I, I needed more training to lead Witness Ministries uh, to the next level. And God called me to Dallas Theological Seminary for my training. Yes. And I started my Master's of Theolo- Theology, the THM. Yeah. And I, I completed that in Systematic Theology and Christian Leadership. And then I got married to my beautiful bride, yeah. uh, Megan Doss, uh, Megan Carnes back then, Megan Doss now. Yeah. And then uh, I started uh, working for Southwestern Seminary, and that opened up an opportunity to really pursue my doctoral studies. Mm-hmm. And now I'm pursuing my uh, 
doctorate of education in organizational leadership. Mm -hmm. And once we're done, uh, we want to go back and uh, just resume our passion for Bangladesh and the loss in Bangladesh uh, through discipleship. Yeah. Awesome. I want to thank you for joining me, uh, joining me this week. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me, and the listeners, thank you for bearing with me this week. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been good. Uh, Joshua Das, uh, again, Global President for Witness Ministries. Oh, and by the way, my son-in-law. And uh, so, so just, a, just a blessing, just a, a real blessing. Listen, if you would like more information regarding uh, Witness Ministries, there is a website. Yes, sir. Uh, you could uh, go on your internet browser and type in witnessministries.org. Uh, that is W-I-T-N-E-S-S-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S dot O-R-G. Witnessministries.org. Thank you. Well, I tell you what, it's been a blessing uh, being with you this week, and we'll do this again next week as uh, we come back to the podcast that we call Time in God's Word. And again, Joshua, thank you and God bless you. Thank you. Well, I'm so glad that we had this opportunity to visit with Joshua. And as you spend time in prayer this week, I'm going to ask that you also pray for Joshua, pray for his leadership of Witness Ministries. Such a very important work that God is using in that part of the world, in that country of Bangladesh. And I hope that you enjoyed this unique feature of the podcast from time to time, bringing you a guest and to hear how God is at work in the lives of his people. But now this is David Carnes, hoping that you grow in your love for God, your relationship with him. We'll be back next Monday as we spend time in God's word.